0: k News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Representatives from the fund management industry call for Hong Kong to lift all quarantine measures by November. Chief Manager at the Hospital Authority warns that hospitals are steadily filling up with COVID patients and the government threatens to take more action against misbehaving civil servants. Representatives of the fund management industry are calling for Hong Kong to lift all quality measures by November, saying it will be a pivotal moment as international events will be held, there, held here then. In July, the Hong Kong Investment Funds Association surveyed 36 fund management companies, found that two thirds of them had found it difficult to retain and attract international talent under the current COVID restrictions. A third have also moved some regional and global posts to their other offices outside the territory while others have reduced their Hong Kong headcount. The association's CEO is Sally Wong.
1: We will have this high-level summit in November, plus the RAPI 7. This will be an excellent opportunity to showcase to the rest of the world that Hong Kong is back. We are back to normalcy. So I think it's pivotal that we can achieve normalcy by November because that is a very important window to show to the rest of
0: the world. Chief manager at the hospital authority says hospitals are steadily filling up with COVID patients and it is getting to the point where non-emergency services might be affected. Lau Karhin said over the past week more than 200 patients have been admitted each day. Dr Lau was speaking at the Centre for Health Protection's daily press briefing.
2: How can we arrange the best for the increasing number of uh, patients admitted to the hospital? We have to we adjust our services. Uh, we try to postpone some services that the patient may not be affected too much. For example, some elective surgery, some elective endoscopy, as well as some elective radiological examination.
0: Hong Kong recorded 5,162 COVID cases today, of which 272 were imported. There were also 11 COVID related deaths. Meanwhile, a 27-month-old boy who was in critical condition with COVID is now stable. The government has vowed to take more resolute action against misbehaving civil servants after revealing that 51 had been dismissed in the past financial year. That's around a third of the government staff sacked over the past five years, as Frank Young reports.
2: In a paper submitted to the Legislative Council, the Civil Service Bureau revealed that formal disciplinary action had been taken against 1,124 civil servants for serious misconduct or criminal conviction from 2017 to 2022. Of them, 155 were fired. On top of the 51 government employees sacked in the 12 months to the end of March for disciplinary reasons, another 70 staff were told to leave last year for refusing to sign a declaration to uphold the basic law and bear allegiance to the SAR. The Bureau made clear it was not only going to pursue discipline within the ranks of the civil service with determination, but also swiftly. Here's what is said in his paper to lawmakers.
1: Going forward, we would continue to require bureaus or departments to take more resolute action promptly against officers with misconduct so as to enable the cases to be handled in a fair and just manner and be concluded within reasonable time and with punishment instituted expeditiously to achieve
0: the necessary punitive and deterrent effect.
2: The paper also revealed that 59 officers appointed on probationary terms had either been fired or had failed to pass the probationary period over the last three years. The Bureau said it had tightened the scrutiny of probationary officers by applying more stringent standards in assessing their performance, capabilities, potential, and conduct. It added that it would continue to rigorously uphold the loyalty and integrity of civil servants, in particular those appointed on probationary terms.
0: Now the weather, it will be mainly cloudy with a few showers and thunderstorms. The minimum temperature will be about 27 degrees tomorrow. Hot with sunny intervals in the afternoon. The maximum temperature will be around 32 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees high in the new territories. Moderate east to south easterly winds fresh offshore overnight. The outlook, sunny intervals and a few showers on Thursday. Occasional showers and thunderstorms in the following couple of days. Becoming fine and very hot early next week. Temperatures currently 29 degrees and the humidity is 87%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. A parkour coach has advised against training for the sport on rooftops after a teenager plunged to his death in Chimsa Choi yesterday. Lo Chen Chong from the Hong Kong Parkour Association has been teaching the sport for more than a decade. He says training is usually done in playgrounds or parks, but some people have misunderstood the sport after seeing popular online videos.
2: It's the age of internet, so every people can learn so many knowledge and techniques from the internet. And the most popular videos, they show the best of the performers, and uh, most of the people... Don't compete. Me know the preparation and how they train, how they practice before they film the videos. So it may cause a misunderstanding.
0: Police have arrested 19 people on suspicion of money laundering in a case that allegedly involves around 100 million dollars. Officers said the suspects aged between 28 and 67 may be linked to an illegal gambling syndicate busted by the force in May. Suspects allegedly used their bank accounts for money laundering and asked gamblers who had lost money to open accounts in order to offset their debts. Officers said their investigation was ongoing and more people might be arrested. The former head of the National Security Police, Frederick Choi, testified in court that he had never received any sexual services in a massage parlour raided by officers last year. Mr Choi was summoned as a defence witness in the trial of a man and three women from Viet Spa in Wan Chai over charges of operating a vice establishment. Timmy Song reports.
2: The first director of the force's National Security Department appeared as a defence witness at Eastern Court. When questioned by a defence lawyer, Frederick Choi said he started visiting Viet Spa from the middle of 2020 and was there four or five times in total. He said he had never received any sexual services in the parlour and that no one there had offered him such services. Mr Choi added that on each occasion, he usually left within an hour. When questioned by the prosecution, the senior officer said he didn't know in advance and had no say about the raid in March 2021. He was caught up in the police undevised operation and was put on leave after the case came to light in May. Authorities later concluded Mr. Choi did nothing unethical or illegal, and he became the head of human resources and training of the force.
0: A 20-year-old man has been jailed for five months for selling fake mirror concert tickets. As Damon Pang reports, Solok Lam had earlier pleaded guilty to obtaining property by deception and possessing a false instrument. West Cowan Court heard that in May, a buyer planned to buy two tickets to see the popular boy band for $10,000 from So but when she met him at an MTR station, she found the envelope containing the tickets to be too light. The defendant then snatched $6,500 from her and tried to flee, but was arrested. In mitigation, So's lawyer said there was no evidence to suggest that the defendant made the fake tickets himself. He also said that he had recently been remanded over another case and was only released in January. But Magistrate Amy Chen said So had planned the crime in advance and he was found to be carrying four other fake tickets. She also pointed out the defendant had been free for only a brief spell before reoffending. In sentencing So to five months in prison, the magistrate said, uh, took into account his guilty plea. The Commissioner for Transport, Rosanna Law, says the government plans new legislation to stop vehicle owners from failing to dispose of their cars and motorcycles properly. Speaking on an RTHK program, Ms law said it should come into effect in early 2024. After that, owners will be breaking the law if they fail to renew or cancel their vehicle's registration or if they fail to apply for an exemption.
1: Aside from the legal liability, we will impose a fine
0: with deterrent effect or even imprisonment. We don't want to punish vehicle owners, but we would like to build up a sense of responsibility in citizens and awareness that an owner of a vehicle whether it's old or new, is responsible
1: for the disposing of it properly, rather than just leaving it on the streets, waiting for the government to clean up after
0: Sri Lanka has defended its decision to allow a Chinese surveillance ship to dock at one of its ports. India had asked for the Sri Lankan government to block the visit. The BBC's Michael Bristow reports. China says its ship, the Yuenwang-5, is a scientific research vessel, but others believe it can monitor satellites, rockets and ballistic missiles. India, Sri Lanka's neighbour, is particularly concerned that the ship is on its doorstep and had pressured Sri Lanka to delay the arrival. China, though, appears to have got its way. Sri Lanka is caught in the middle of all this, not wanting to upset either India or China, particularly when it's looking for financial help from both countries to get through its current economic crisis. Russia's Defence Ministry has admitted that one of its ammunition depots in Crimea has been hit by saboteurs. Explosions near the town of Jankoi have also damaged local infrastructure and forced the evacuation of 2,000 nearby residents. The BBC's Vitali Shevchenko has more details. There seem to be two incidents which may or may not be related, but they, ha- they happened roughly at the same time. One the biggest one at that munitions storage facility outside the village called Maiske. Uh, lots of videos circulating online showing plumes of smoke and what appears to be munitions flying around. The local Russia-installed head, Sergey Arksonov has visited the site and he said at least two people have been injured and a local railway line has been damaged. A week ago, Russian Russian airbase in Crimea was hit by what appeared to be a missile strike. The Ukrainian government hasn't claimed responsibility for either attack. Sport and Liverpool are still looking for their first win in the English Premier League after splitting the points with Crystal Palace. They drew 1-1 at Anfield, where Darwin Nunez was sent off on his home debut. The BBC's Juliet Farrington has more details.
1: Liverpool forced to come from behind again after Palace's goal came in the first half against the run of play. Zaha finishing off after being given the ball to Chase just past the half-hour mark. It went from bad to worse for Liverpool. Second half, Darwin was sent off. Straight red card, head-butting Anderson. No one really knows what he was thinking. But it was Luis Diaz who came to the rescue for Liverpool, a superb solo effort his run beating around three or four players curling his shot in from the edge of the d full time liverpool one crystal palace one
0: liverpool boss jürgen klopp says he was proud of the way his side came from behind after newton yes was red carded
1: felt okay i would say again we were absolutely good in the game again and then um, everything was in place if you want and then we get the red card which was a red card i saw it now back in the game i couldn't see it with provocation yes but still a red card Yeah, and then the reaction was absolutely outstanding.
0: Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel and Spurs boss Antonio Conte have both been charged by the Football Association following their clash at the end of Sunday's Premier League match. Both managers were sent off after their angry confrontation at full time in the ill-tempered 2-0 draw. But former Chelsea forward Gianfranco Zola, who played on the Italian national team with Conte, says his former teammates' behaviour on the sidelines will only inspire his players. When the passion is under control, uh,
1: it's always something that uh, you want to see the players, they, they like it. Uh, it means that... Uh, you know, you got somebody on your side that uh, cares about what you do and uh, he puts a lot of uh, into it. Now there is not uh, any doubt that is
0: only, is only a positive things. Obviously, if you are on the other side and uh, like yesterday, you, you consider goal at the last second, uh, the game, you, <laughs> you, 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 you don't appreciate that much. But, but, uh, you know, it's part of the game and you have to ask, ask, accept that. FA is also investigating Tuchel over his post-game comments about referee Anthony Taylor. Tuchel suggested Taylor shouldn't referee Chelsea's matches in the future and claimed every member of the dressing room agreed with him. In Italy, Angel Di Maria scored in a winning debut for Juventus. Rounding up the results from Serie A and La Liga, here's the BBC's Paul Serres. Juventus kicked off their season with a 3-0 win over Sassuolo. Angel Di Maria marked his competitive debut for the old lady with a goal, while Dusan Vlaovic scored twice. Elsewhere, Napoli beat Verona 5-2 away from home. In Spain, Alvaro Morata scored twice as Atletico Madrid beat Getafe 3-0. Real Betis were 3-0 winners over Elche, and the match between Athletic Club and Mallorca finished goalless. Under a reminder of our top stories tonight, representatives from the fund management industry call for Hong Kong to lift all quarantine measures by November. Chief Manager of the Hospital Authority warns that hospitals are steadily filling up with COVID patients and the government threatens to take more action against misbehaving civil servants. And that's the news from RTHK. Stewart's Tonight's the Night with a little bit of work there from Britt Eklund. She also gets a mention in another song, I don't know if you're familiar with, that You're In My Heart. Uh, There's a line in it goes, the big bosom lady with a Dutch accent who tried to change my point of view. Her ad-lib lines were well rehearsed, but my heart cried out for you. And Britt was, of course, the one who was in this particular song, Tonight's the Night. How you doing? Into our second hour Our musical magical mystery tour through till midnight... Then of course as usual our sentimental journey takes over for an hour of songs from a golden age
1: if we can stick around.